Hi and welcome to Schofield's Flowers, the home of Schof on Schof. I'm Steve Schofield. I'm Chris Fratterigo. People call me Fratty. Yeah. I'm Tommy Hartney. No, the Tommy, Tommy, no, you're a PA. Get back. Get back. <laughs> our PA always trying to seal the show. And uh, during our shows, we're going to be talking about true crime, lifestyle, and sports. More likely some hockey, though. Always hockey. So enjoy the show. And away we go. And gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to Schofield's Flowers Podcast, home of Scope on Scope. Today we have some special guests. We do. They're uh, on their way. They're on their way. Uh, you and I got here a little bit early, and I'm glad we did for, you know, I mean, we had to schedule this last minute because they're very busy. They're uh, music composers and writers, and yeah, we got Riley Urich, and we've got Tempo, his partner, and they uh, did our original music. Riley wrote our original music for us for our opening uh, piece for Schofield's Flowers. Yeah, and, and you're Schofield looking real, uh, real dapper today, Schof. <laughs> well, you are too, and why is that, Freddie? We have a little piece about uh, Capone today. You we know, do. we're going to talk about the uh, the Italians in the uh, mob history. Yeah, today. I know. I try to keep it to just the Irish, being that it's Schofields. But I, I got to give in once in a while. Uh, and you have trouble with those Italian names, so I get it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm Fratty, not <laughs> Fratterigo. Yeah. You know, after the T, it just gets <laughs> lost. Scally. Anyway, so, yep, they're going to be here shortly. And, uh, oh, there they are. What's All going right. on, boys? All right. Nice to meet you. You too, man. Tempo. Can I just do that right there? You guys are looking looking real fresh right now. Real fresh. Just make sure you're talking to the mic, guys. Yeah. You can just pass it back and forth throughout the episode. You guys are looking good. Well, thank Thank you, you, man. Thank you. You know, know, we do talk about true crime on this show, and we uh, all decided that we were going to talk about Capone because we're always talking about the Irish, so Freddie had to get a little, you know, huffy there. And I uh, you know you're an Irishman. Give me five. Of yeah. course. <laughs> and, and before we get into everything, yeah. can you guys just introduce yourself to our guests who may not know you? Of course. I'm Riley Urich. I'm a music producer, engineer. Uh, I do mixing. I do mastering. I, I, I wear a few hats in the music industry. And as you guys know, I helped Steve with his intro music with Schofield Flowers. And um, this is my partner that I do a lot of work with, Tempo. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Tempo. Uh, you can see he knows how to hold the mic, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I never hold the mic. I just stay on the mic. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, my name is Tempo, singer-songwriter. Worked with artists like J-Lo, C-Lo, Robin Thicke, Kevin Hart, and stuff like that. So Scope a Low. Of Scope Low, J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's like you got Big, you got Pac, you got Dre, you got Scope. <laughs> right? It all makes go. sense. You got to so. keep it fresh at all times. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, we just you know we make music, man. That's all we do. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, uh, we love it, man. We really do. And uh, you know, we uh, we're just waiting on our. Um, well, we call he likes to call himself the director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we set everything up. So if I look a little sweaty and red, I mean. He's our PA, but go with ah. it. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, just talking of you. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? Well, yeah, I was at the beach, and I mean, you know, I told you I was giving surplus like I normally do. Oh my gosh! 
A suit? <laughs> we Wait. told him. Oh. We said a suit. You did say a suit. That's all you said. <laughs> who wears their wetsuit <laughs> to their podcast? Podcast. Oh, John. Get out of the shot. Get out of the shot. You're done. You're done. You're done. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That guy, I tell you. He's a barrel of laughs, isn't he? Yeah. So Next time. So I love that kid. Uh, doesn't pay much attention, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what else? So uh, can you guys, you know, break it down, man. What have you guys been up to? I mean, you, you've got a lot of history together, and uh, you've uh, been uh, working with some, you know, fantastic artists. Can you give us a, a little bit of a rundown? Yeah, yeah. Well, Mike. I mean, you know, rundown on who you've been working with, how you like to work, and, you know, what's been going on. I know we talked about Urban. That was a really big uh, discussion the other day. Yeah. You know, so go ahead. Yeah, well, I met Riley maybe, I don't know, how, how long has it been? Like over 10. Gosh, like 12 years or something like that, man, something like that. You know, we just clicked, man. We've just been working ever since then, and we've, you know, had the opportunity to work with some some really big name artists. So a long time ago, we uh, met with Master P and ended up working yeah, and doing yeah. it. Yeah, I've been, you know, working with him uh, a long time ago. Then we... You know, got into a lot of television stuff and just kind of just took off from there and dabbling both sides between the record industry, you know, and television and stuff like that. And it's been a blast, man. I've yeah. met some amazing people. And, you know, since it's creative, it's, it's all just fun. You know, yeah. it doesn't really yeah. feel like work. We're just having a good time. And, no, you know, it's... I, I got to bring up, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I don't want to forget it. I don't want to have a senior moment here. But, uh, <laughs> but Riley, you guys got a character, you got a character called Boda. Yes, and, I do. Bodo, 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 Bodo. Whatever you want to call it. I'll be saying Bodo to the day I die. Sorry. Whatever you want to call it. So, is it Bodo Fett? I think it was already created. Oh, it's straight there. Now, don't get me doing any karate. Riley, give us a rundown on Bodo. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a very diverse music producer, but I've recently branched into EDM, and there's a particular genre that I'm in love with. It's called Future Bass. Wow. Future Bass gives a producer an opportunity to shine. You know, right. big chords, big progressions, big drums, big sounds, sound I'm effects. Shining. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Trying to be gangster like you guys. So anyways, I'm not really the guy to be in the front. I'm right. more of an in the back guy. Right. So I've created this character named Bodo. Wow. And Bodo is an EDM producer slash DJ. Wow. And we've released one single, it hit 1.2 million on Spotify. Ooh. Then me and Tempo just released a single yeah. that just reached about a quarter million yeah. in the wow. first month. Yeah. Wow. So we're, and, and recently we performed at EDC, which is the Electronic Daisy Carnival. It's one of the biggest EDM yeah, sure. festivals in the world. Yeah. Um, and because of my partner Yousef, we were able to team up with people to put us on one of the art carts and ride around on the parade in EDC. It was really awesome. Oh, wow, that must have been Because, so I mean, now, everybody's dressing up crazy. Right? Oh, it was it's nuts. It's nuts, right? Glow sticks coming out of your I, I couldn't yeah. even believe what I was seeing. It was the experience yeah. for me. Yeah. How yeah. many million viewers has the uh, Schofield's, Paul, Schofield's Flowers podcast uh, hit yet? <laughs> well, I think we're up to about 10 million, but I think we're going up even further, further, further. Just make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> well, it will hit that, you know. 
But, but yeah, awesome. so Bodo's, Bodo's kind of my way of getting my music out mm -hmm. without me getting out. I, yeah. I, I'd rather stay behind the scenes and do what I do. I'm a technical guy. Yeah. So I don't need to be out in the front with all the fans. That's so, cool, man. That's you know, cool. I want to be able to walk into Ralph's and get yeah. some eggs and not have people approach me. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. just I my mean, thing. You know, I mean, anytime I've seen music videos with cartoons, but real singing, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I love, like characters and you know i mean the opening of course you just did the podcast and that's been fantastic so uh what about podcasting i mean you, you guys are starting to get into it a little bit more since you mm -hmm. jumped in with us right yeah well yeah podcasting is is interesting because all of a sudden everybody needs music for their podcast yeah you know, before you just take this song, take that song, Metallica, Drake, whatever it is, and then now all of a sudden all your podcasts are getting taken down because, because of legal of issues, oh, licensing. Wow. You know, yeah. but the fact that you're like a father to me, you yeah. know, you come to me, you need some music, boom, I'll give you a custom song, yeah. get a custom lyric, yeah. And we're good to go. That's a that's part of being in the gang, right? That's yeah. part of being in the gang. <laughs> I like it. I, like it. But, <laughs> I guess what's the creative process then that's different between when you're doing your work uh, versus something with a, a podcast then? It's just more customization. We can really focus on what you're trying to get your listeners and viewers to uh you know, kind of feel, you know, like yeah. how do you want them to feel? What do you what do you want them to take away or walk away from this? And we're able to bring that through the music and kinda kinda help that out, you know, maybe put a nice undertone or shape the lyrics in a way to where when they watch, they're actually thinking about something you might that's something that you might say later or right. you know, whatever, you know. So just we can customize that for for, you know, our podcasters and Stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty cool. Same thing in uh, television and in movies, you know, coming from the record industry, we don't have anything to like sort of look at. We have to talk to a human being like an artist and be like, so how are you feeling? Right. Yeah. You know, so what are you going yeah. through? And then we have to put that and kind of paint the movie or the picture through Sounds the music. Sounds like my therapist. A little bit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool about, you know, us coming over from the record side and going into film and, and television and podcasts is we can, you know, now we have something to look at. We have they something we can, right? right, they give you the blueprint, like, oh, okay, that, oh, what, it's, it's like a cheat sheet, it's easy for us, and we can also give a better product, because yeah. we have something to work with now, we it's a lot easier. Yeah. Right, right, so. You came to me, and you wanted something, I was like, okay, Scope, he's an edgy guy, he's an edgy guy, he's upbeat, Okay, let me give an edgy, upbeat song. Yeah. And it fit exactly who you are. Oh, you That's did, what you know we what? do. We all picked the same. Yeah, we all, and the little... Oh, yeah. Then we're in the... We're, okay, just yeah. so everybody knows, he's a producer now. Yeah. So we're in the studio, yeah. and I've got this beat for him, the, the one for the intro. And he's like, man, when I go out and, I, and I'm doing this, I want something to happen. So I just found a guitar, and I put a little, you know, a little solo in there right on the yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's... You basically become a producer at that point. Yeah, yeah. That's well, you I said, like, I'm putting like, your you know, vision like, in well, the, I guess Tommy's know. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tommy wrote some uh, rap lyrics, and we were like, 
Yeah. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> well, um, let's just alter that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that first verse was okay. After that, I don't know where you're going. I think we going. had a bad recording. Let's bring somebody else in to record <laughs> right. that. Put it Please in the show. Yep. We have <laughs> Tommy note that again. And, uh, and then we want to hear some of your music in the show, too. But go ahead. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, when it comes to lyrics and melody, when it comes to, like, pop lyrics and kind of mainstream the thing is, you have to be very uh, aware of the times. You know, you have to be in the clubs. You know, you have to collab with other young writers who are in the clubs too, or just going to house parties. And because you gotta, it's yeah. a vibe too. You know, the lyrics have a vibe and emotion too. So, like you said, we are really connected. With a lot of the writers in the in the record industry that are writing for a lot of these big artists, with like Chris yeah. Brown and all these. You know, we're friends with these guys. So when we, you know, have sessions with them and, and create, we're constantly taking, okay, what's going on? Da, 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 da. And I'll still go to the club, you know, every yeah. now and then and really yeah. feel what's going on and being able to take that and use that also, which, you know, once you get to a certain age, you know, you don't want to go to the club every two weekends yeah. just yeah. to study the sound. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. who's really doing that? Like, nobody's really doing he still goes. <laughs> I was going to say, what club, yeah, what club are we going to tonight? <laughs> Shouts on scope. Himself. It's just him by himself, bottle service, dancing. I know, right? One going all over me and the other one. No. Wait, speaking of shots, what are these? Uh -oh. What's well, going yeah. on, guys? We're going to bring this out a little later. The, but, yeah, oh, you, you is that our buddy it. over there? Yeah. Well, you know what? I got to have as much Irish in me as I can because we're talking about the Italians today. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm yeah. going to talk about, you know, Freddie, I'm 40% Irish, so I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. So, <laughs> so while Scope first, is uh, so. pouring those, uh, we've talked about it on here before, but you guys obviously weren't here, is, so I know Scope because initially he was one of my hockey coaches, and back then he had frosted tips, <laughs> and uh, we would call him Hollywood. Really? Uh, because and we had no idea Stephen what he had did. Frosted tips too. I've had probably the same. Every, a lot of tips. Everybody's had frosted tips. Wait, wait, wait. Same, what is uh, frosted tips? <laughs> so it's just when you like bleach just the end of your spiky hair. Oh, uh, see, I'm black, man. I, I don't know about the spiky uh, frosted tips. That's the wind over my head. And all okay. he knew is he had something to do with Hollywood, you know, and film, and he had yeah, these, yeah. you know slick back frosted tipped hair and he'd come in and cause a ruckus so we just started calling him hollywood and yeah i want to ask you scove being in this industry from the outside looking in from the public and they're looking at you like how do you do like you said they called you hollywood they're like dude he's probably like in the hills with like you know but it really has that mystique almost like that that gangster that you know that like what I what like does he it. do? It's yeah, like a like it. it's like a Pablo Escobar. <laughs> so like who is this guy? They like look so like how Maybe do you in the eighties, but <laughs> <laughs> But like how explain like that mystique of like in the field that you're in, like how do people kind of look at you? Ah oh, man, uh, thank you. Thank you. I think I, they give them googly eyes to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, I've had a, quite a few people walk up and like, oh my god, dude, you're like a legend. I'm like, Jesus, that's a pretty tall order there. But uh yeah. No, but thank you. For me, I think it's given back. And I mean, mm. you guys are uh, obviously younger, not too much, but anyways, you guys are younger than me. And I just feel like, yeah, you need to go to clubs. I need to stay involved with younger people. And being that you guys grew up with my kids, 
you know, in my house, which we had four kids, so you got four other kids, and they got four other friends, and next thing you know, how many people would you have staying at the house, Riley? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm one of your other sons. You are one of my other sons. So, you know, when I call upon him to do a, sh a song, he's going to do a song, you know? No so, question No about question it. about it. And if he called me for, like, he needed to get some gear and things, we did it, you know? So I'm getting an opportunity to move up in the rankings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you know, I just, like, you know, it's like anything. I got my... I keep it real at home with the kids and everything, and then when I'm out, I got to charge and uh, try to do the best I can at uh, staying uh, young and and up to date. And I got some great partners at uh, Monop Films. We're actually you know rebranding and changed the name of the company to More, and then our taglines We Are More because we're doing some great experiential work. And that's just you know I just like learning. When I was a kid, I didn't have it as easy. I had a, a words to the brain type of issue, you know, like retaining, you know, and the nuns would hit you and kick you, and I'm like. You know, they tell my parents she's daydreaming, you know, and I'm like, maybe I was because I'm yeah. in Hollywood. But, you know, yeah, so yeah, now that yeah. I taught myself, I really had to teach myself how to learn my own way, right? Mm -hmm. We're teachers. They didn't know that you could go to a special school like, you know, some kids go to Michael. My one son, you know, had to go, and that school was amazing. I'd do anything. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, now I feel like I just love being out there and learning as much as I can. And what I learned from you guys, well, we learned more about podcasts and music and original music than... Just by doing it, right? Yeah. Oh, and I happen yeah. to see something. I want to. I believe in branding, you know. And I know Brad is a, is a big brander, right? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, we again we talked about it on another episode, just about branding ourselves and being yeah. bespoke. Everyone wants something custom, like you guys were talking about with the songs. Is I want. We all want to be special. We have our own Instagrams. We think we're all celebrities. Go. Mm -hmm is he has his own t-shirt with his face on it i mean how much yeah. more of a celebrity can you be <laughs> yeah. um but you I know send you guys one you know, yeah but, he's uh, got it right here right here hey, hey. Like, plug in <laughs> his own yeah, stuff yeah. Uh, then we're gonna have usual. the flower shot and then we get the coasters yep. you know yeah. but that's my business card you know <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. like that's a real business card and yeah. i just you know why go small when you can go big right, right exactly. <laughs> you know so um, I think we need to take these shots. Yep. And then uh, we need go. Tempo to uh, sing us a little melody. Oh. Yeah, so we're going to clear your palate. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. And then, uh, here, Whoa. should we salute the uh, Seahawks? How are they doing this year? Oh, my God. Let's go Rams. <laughs> There's your, he's branded him. He hasn't taken that hat off since the beginning of the season. Uh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Jameson's the best. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> you want a water? Oh, man, I need a little beer. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, we all got Tommy. Yeah, Even Riley said Tommy. Tommy. Some, some <laughs> podcasters, <laughs> some have, you know, hot girls. <laughs> oh, we have oh, yeah, Tommy. Oh, Tommy, yeah. Tommy. Right. they're not twist off. Uh, oh, I got you right here. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, good for nothing Tommy over here. Walking around naked now. Your uh, <laughs> your Russian girl's not here. You don't need to show off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all right, uh, tempo. Oh okay. I'll just do, do I it. need to? V Fox, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 no, no. Let's just do something light, little, right. something, little fun. So uh, you might know this. This is a little old school. Uh, oh, oh. Before my time. Uh, no, but... Sounds like Barry White's coming out. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to love you and treat you right. I want to love you every day and every night. We'll be together 
With the roof right over our heads, we share the shelter, oh yeah, of my single bed. Anyway. Oh my God. A little bit of something. I don't even know if those are the exact <laughs> lyrics or where it comes yeah. in. Whatever. It doesn't, matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. That was beautiful. I mean, thanks, thanks. so who's going to up that? Tommy, you want to try? Already. Uh, Tell me. Tommy, come on. Come Tom, on. let's hear it. Oh, come on, Tommy. Oh, Tommy's been rapping. Yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah. Uh, All right, yeah, you're done. Get out of here. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, no, no, no. Sit down and mark it, Tommy. Yeah, he's, yeah. Always trying, he's always trying to steal some Get back quality to mic time. Please. Whether it be in a black suit or a fucking wet suit or he's naked. Jesus Christ, he's, out of, he's out of control. So I guess kind of getting to the topic we really were, you know, were dressed up for and wanted to bring up was a little bit about Al Capone. Obviously, we had our little Irish whiskey because Scoff can't get away from the Irish. <laughs> God <laughs> forbid something yeah. about the Italians, and we still got to add some <laughs> Irish into it. I'm so a, one I'm thing, the giver. reason I'll we were wearing, reason we wearing our suits is because <coughs> Capone had a, a few nicknames. One was Scarface. He actually uh, offended a woman at a club, and she slashed him with a knife, gave him a little scar. He was. Uh, didn't like the name Scarface. Obviously, they then made the movie using that nickname with Al uh, Pacino. Pacino. But they used to call him Snorky, which was a term for being fashionable, which, uh, again, Scoff and I are all about. You know, he has his mm -hmm. scarves that he likes to wear from yep. uh, France, and, you know, we wear our hats and, and other bespoke clothing. Um, so we want to talk a little Calpone and how he was public enemy number one. Yep. Um, but they had a lot of tie-ins to, uh, you know, your father, oh. your grandfather's flower shop. Um, yeah. You know, kind of talk a little bit about that, Scope. Yeah, I mean, Riley, you've seen the pictures in the house and everything. And, mm -hmm. and Temple, you've been at the house and that too. So as we know, Deano Banyan was killed in 1922, which we don't all know, but he was. And uh, he was killed in the flower shop by Frankie Yell and John uh, Scanali or Scanali or whatever. I can never get the guy's name straight. Uh, Italian. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't have been a fucking O'Brien, though, could he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, he wound up, uh, then the flower shop, then, uh, you know, we had uh, Jaime DePaul Weiss was killed in uh, like 26, and then 29, the rest of the Irish gang that was run by Bugs Moran was killed. Uh, seven guys were killed in the Clark Street garage for St. Valentine's Day. Mm. And then wasn't so, Schofield's flowers on Boardwalk Empire, which also had Al yep. Capone yep. in there as well? Yep, Boardwalk Empire was a huge uh, role within. You know, I don't think as many people know as much as O'Banion, but they definitely know Al Capone, you know, and he was a, a very big, uh, you know, as big as you can get when he came to gangsters. And uh, it's, I got a friend, actually, I'm going to go see him this weekend. It's, I mean, not this weekend, but on Tuesday, and he's a producer in San Francisco, and he looks identical to Al Capone. And I said, where that fedora, dude? I'm coming in. <laughs> you know, Peter, yeah, Peter Bassett. He's a, uh, no, no, who is it? Um, Oh shit! I think you got to think of Peter's last name. Not Bassett's or another agency, but yeah, it's just fun times. I mean, you know, growing up in in the flower shop too, and uh, you know, I always heard music too. I heard a lot of jazz. I heard a lot of blues. So you were in the flower shop. You were actually in the flower shop. I, working. Microphone. Yeah. Well, microphone. So you, were, <laughs> so you were actually in the flower shop. You were working and. Yep. Yeah, I was. everybody that came in. There. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, Capone and them were like, you know, he was killed in uh, 20, uh, not Capone, I mean, uh, O'Banion was killed in 29. Uh, but, you know, you grew up in a flower shop like that that's in the, you know, where everybody showed up, like 
football stars, Charlie Trippy for the Cardinals, George Connors from the Chicago Bears, Ditkin would come by, Daly would, Mayor Daly would come by. I mean, you name it, they came by. I used to deliver flowers to, to uh, Sam Giancana at Lava Still, right behind the flower shop. So, you know, when you're, when you're living in that atmosphere, you just hear stories and things mm-hmm. like that. So you hear uh, the Irish, I mean, I don't know how good Capone was in the Italian neighborhood, but I definitely know that somebody like O'Banu was very involved in the, in the neighborhood. You know, he went to church, he, he, was, he was a good guy. So uh, um, the only guy that didn't get killed was Bugs Moran. He uh, was actually mistaken on being at the um, garage, but he did not, uh, another guy was there, uh, like an accountant, and he eventually, of course, your whole gang's killed, he eventually fleed, and he wound up becoming a... Yeah, he got by got it. He became a two-bit crime thief, and I think someplace out of Detroit or Pittsburgh or something like that. And Probably you know, witness protection. No, he died in prison. No, he died in prison. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I'm almost positive. I'd have to check. Let's check on the episode. You Tommy, know, Tommy, check that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. So yeah, a lot of cool things that come out of the Capone, Scarface, Public Enemy Number One. I mean, he was called Capone was called Public Enemy Number One after the St. Valentine's Massacre. Because, you know, before that, he would walk into, like, the ball game, Big Al, waved everybody. He was, like, got as much attention as a mayor or a president. Wow. Right? Because, you know, everything was Mr. Capone, Mr. Capone. You know, autographs, the whole bit. But then after the the massacre, that was really pretty much the end of him. That's when... Well, they went after him for tax evasion. The public yeah. went against him, and that's where he became a public enemy number one. Yeah, I was actually just watching the movie again with Christian Bale and uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, is it the Michael Mann movie, I think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's obviously Public Enemies, the, the title of it. Yeah. And I don't know how historically accurate it is, but they have a scene where he got arrested and he's with the mayor just you know taking a photo like that and yeah. he's supposed wow. to be getting his mug shot and everyone you know loved him the girls mm-hmm. loved him so I, I think that there's some sort of you know kind of folklore with these gangsters you know similar to maybe with some of the the bad boys in hip-hop you know gangster yeah. rap no, you yeah. know they're they're talking about hitting girls and rape and killing and all that but then at the same time you go to a concert and all the girls love them you know kind of a thing mm-hmm. and it's it's similar to that. Were, were, yeah. were you talking about Weinstein? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. Too soon. Oh, my God. That guy needs to bury his head in a hole. You know, like an ostrich man. That's what they're going to call him. I know. But, you know, it's funny. But you dudes talk about, like, places. You know, we are back into the, like, liquors right now. Where, you know, like, everybody likes a... you got a mixologist that's serving you this incredible, like, you know, uh, mixed drink from a... Uh, uh, Manhattan uh, to an old fashioned. Um, I went to a great place. What do you order when you get a mixed drink? I have two favorites. I, it's pretty much, well, three. <laughs> I have a vodka martini. Okay. And uh, a vodka martini. Hold the damn mic, would you? <laughs> hey, Tommy, why didn't Tommy. you bring on a mic stand? <laughs> right? Too a, busy giving the ladies I, I lessons? Can't see it, zero dollars. <laughs> You'll get paid when you're a director. <laughs> so we, um, yeah, so I like a good uh, Belvedere martini with uh, a touch of dirt and a little wash of vermouth and uh, with two olives and the stuffed olives if they have them, blue cheese. How about, uh, what about you? You know what, recently I just do like a Patron and pineapple. Oh. <laughs> yo, I know, because I'm usually, I only usually Patron do like. And pineapple. I never even heard of that. Yo, I know. And Does I it just, have a name? I did a Patron and Pineapple, and it just it just works. If I don't do is that. Is that the next song? Is that a double that P? Is, that sounds that's like a song, Patron and Pineapple. Yeah. 
That sounds like something. Like Hawaiian song? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and pineapple. <laughs> oh my god, we can adapt, right? <laughs> Who like put a... the coconut in the pineapple? <laughs> there we go. But if it's, if it's not Patrona pineapple, I'll do like a crown and coke. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. You know, I like. You know what? I really like bullet whiskey. Yeah, it's good. Oh man, I like bullet shit. too. Big fan. I like right. the bullet rye specifically. Mm. Yeah. Um, Manhattans are typically old fashioned, so you know a lot yeah, of times yeah. use a rye whiskey. So I'll, I'll go with that. I um, something I really like is uh, a Boulevardier. It's hmm. Uh, hmm. equal parts of whiskey, uh, vermouth, and Campari. Um, looks like a little red drink. It's got a, a dry but sweet kind of flavor, and then with the whiskey, it really balances out really well. <laughs> Um, comes in like I think it's like a four ounce or three or four ounce drink, so you can drink it pretty easily, hang out. You don't have to pound a whole lot of alcohol, yeah, but it is yeah. all booze, so be careful. <laughs> How about you, Riley? Well, I keep it simple. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jameson. Yeah, I'm a big fan of whiskey. Period. So yeah. whiskey on the rocks is my favorite drink. That is a good, it's a good go-to. At the end of the night, I'm yep. pretty much a whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. It's either neat or I'll have a few, uh, you know, rocks. In or it. add yeah. a little water to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whiskey yeah. and water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's go. good. Yeah, that's a clean. That you're gonna feel better in the morning. I can guarantee you than uh, having a couple sure. martinis. But if I had yeah, to go clear, I would do vodka soda. That's yeah, that's that's, that's my kind of vodka. kettle. Yeah, see, I'm the, like I've been, you know, we, I did I like Belvedere. We, it was a client of mine a while back, and I just loved it. So, yeah. you know, I, I got to say before we, uh, you know, end here today, if you guys get out there, I, I, we keep going to Vegas all the time. Not going. We don't have, we need to go to Vegas when we, we talk, talking to Vegas. But there's a really cool, bestoked sort of like speakeasy there called Capos. And I got to tell you, it's, well, no, it's, it looks like one. It's a restaurant called Capos. It's an Italian restaurant, two guys from Chicago. And you, when you walk up, you pull up to the back, it's off the strip by about like four miles. And like in, the, in this, you know, just in the outskirts of the city and you pull in and you go in the back and then you walk through a back door of just a regular building, right? And it does have the Capos out front and very like 1940s, 20s Italian, like, you know, with the lights around and everything. You go in the back, you knock on the door and all of a sudden a window on the side opens up and you're like, whoa, what? and he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I got a reservation, what's your name? Uh, Schofield. Not here. Sorry, buddy. You know, we don't show you having a reservation. Boom. And you're like, what the fuck, man? You know, and then all of a sudden the door opens up and it's the, the door is actually a um, telephone booth. No way. Oh, yeah, it's cool. You guys got to go because then, yeah. And so we did film an episode uh, before this, before I got in working with Fratty and that. And I want to actually go back there because they got the Capone sauce. That's why I'm bringing this up. So they got the, he got the rights to the Al Capone sauce. And they grew up on Taylor Street in Chicago where was a very big area for that. And, uh, yeah, you go in there and they got the guys singing, you know, at the yeah, lounge yeah. and the piano and the whole bit. And the red boost, yeah. So you got to go. And, and when you go, you got to go gangster. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. You got to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, Riley, and Temple, where can uh, our you know our listeners follow, find you guys, follow you guys, social media, websites? What do you got? Well, I mean, honestly, I just use Instagram now. I love wow. to take pictures and just put it all on there. You can follow me at Riley Urich, R-I-L-E-Y. Microphone, please. <laughs> 
Oh, Cut. <laughs> so Riley, well, where can they find you on social media? Well, I like to stick to Instagram. I do have a Facebook and I have an Instagram. You can find me at R I L E Y U R I C K. Follow me. I'll follow you back, and uh, I'll comment and like your pictures, like mine. So I'm the same. I'm more Instagram, and um, so my Instagram is. There's three underscores first. Jesus. So it's Ooh, ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, like but it's skipping. dope. <laughs> <laughs> so it's three underscores and then tempo, T-E-M-P-O, and then another three underscores. So it looks really good. <laughs> right. If I would imagine like, just like sliding sort of across sliding the dance across, floor, right? <laughs> or if you want to hire me for something, Google Tempo Stokes, S-T-O-K-E-S, and the first thing that pops up is like, so, well, of course. Yeah. It, <laughs> hope it's my page. Better be my page. Awesome. Tommy, where does yours pop up? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, uh, so make sure to check us out, scofieldsflowers.com. We're on Instagram at scofieldsflowers, and uh, scof is at scofalicious. Yep. I'm at really underscore rad. And uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Hi, right, thank you. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>